Hello everyone, this is Dr. Halima Azdani. I'm a general physician and diabetologist and an ambassador of telemedicine today, Karnataka India chapter. Today I bring a podcast related to remote patient monitoring. We have two brilliant speakers with us who are going to enlighten us more on the subject. So I am the moderator for today. I will be monitoring the whole event. Uh, just a brief about me again, the ambassador of telemedicine today, ambassador of global telehealth exchange and one of the future 50 clinical leaders in telehealth globally. So before wasting any more time, let's proceed with the questions. So, Dr. Malouk, let's start with you, sir. So let us start by introducing you. Could you please introduce yourself for a moment? And the first question will be done after that. Thank you. I'm Dr. Malouk uh, from Twin Health. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Malouk. The question to you is, what is RPM and how is it beneficial in chronic disease management, especially diabetes? Thank you. Yeah, thanks. That's a that's an apt question in today's scenario. Uh, more, almost we had been looking at uh, diabetes being uh, epidemic in a very big way, and uh, with real shot of physicians across the globe, uh, it requires more of a amazing management to keep the sugars under control, I, with periodic intervention connecting with doctors. So precisely, there's a set of protocol defined by the ADA, which has been adopted by most of the countries. And if the individual patients start to precisely adhere to the recommendation of the medication and to the recommendation of whatever the profession starts to say, it's just the uh, regular intervention with the doctor, with the, uh, uh, with the, the advancement of the technology like the CGM patches and other things, uh, 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 ordinary remote patient monitoring will be really good enough to ensure that they are under uh, control because high sugars are really bad as well as when people are in medication, hypo is also bad. So yeah. remote patient monitoring with technology can make it really great with the advancement in technology with the continuous glucose monitor and other uh, gadgets coming in. It makes it apt actually. Thank you, Dr. Malouk. Having said that, I would get back to you for more questions on reversal of diabetes and much more regarding RPM. Before we go ahead with that, Dr. Avnish, hello, good evening. Good evening, Dr. Halima. Uh, yeah, so Dr. Avnish, could nice you please introduce you. yourself? And the question for you would be, what is the role of AI in RPM? Thank you. So, uh, hello, everyone. I am Dr. Avnish Kare, and I am a physician turned metric consultant from India. Uh, so, uh, regarding the question, I think uh, it's a very uh, like important question in, in today's times with the arrival of artificial intelligence. So, as you know, in remote patient monitoring, there's a lot of generation of uh, digital data. And wherever there is data, we need some sort of a tool for analyzing and interpreting this data because it is too much for the human brain to make sense of. So, what AI can do is it can recognize patterns and trends. Uh, it can detect anomalies and then it can also provide actionable insights uh, for the personalized care planning and treatment optimization. So this is basically the role of AI and it can also help predict the future health outcomes as well as provide early warning signs. So we are moving from a reactive to a proactive approach with the help of artificial intelligence. Uh, if you want to uh, understand it, then See, healthcare professionals are doing a great job in, in uh, managing the chronic conditions. But what happens is that AI is a tool which can enhance their ability because it adds a layer of data on top of uh, 
on top of their clinical wisdom and then it provides insight which help in fortifying those uh, those efforts uh, and one of the interesting things is that ai also continuously learns and improves as more data flows into the system uh, so this is called adaptation and refinement uh, so ai becomes better with time so this is how i see that ai has a role in remote patient monitoring uh, if you want an analogy it can be of a vigilant health companion or a personal health detective that is staying with you all the time and uh, looking at all your parameters and alerting the health professional uh, like in time so that timely intervention can be done excellent excellent so having have when you have told that it basically gives an insight to a physician or insight to a opinion of a doctor so at this juncture i would like to ask you a counter question do you think that ai could replace doctors uh so uh this is a question that i get most often in in whatever talks i do with clinicians and my answer to that is that ai will not replace physicians but physicians who use ai will replace those who don't so uh i think there's a lot of fear and hype right now in media around the ai tools especially generative ai and everyone is thinking that we will get replaced but this is uh, not how i see it personally i see that anyone who uses those tools to enhance their abilities enhance their human potential they will be able to uh, surpass other humans who don't so this is how i take it okay thank you dr amnish well put and uh, speaking about enhancements dr malok could we throw more light on reversal of diabetes through rpm yeah awesome say uh, avinash has really set the context very beautifully well about the importance of the technology uh, for the past few years since Uh, the direct trial from Roy Taylor, uh, people have started to talk about reversal of diabetes, and uh, it started as an academic research. Then it evolved into uh, multiple studies, and people started to talk about reversal in many many ways. And uh, to start with the reversal, they started to say about a hey, you reduce weight, uh, you will be able to reverse diabetes, and they started to talk about the word reversal. And there were still doctors were. really not along with the lines of what was being talked about the reason was they are trying to reduce weight by uh, making the body starve with a low low calorie diet or something and multiple dietary programs came into existence and uh, in fact what happened was there were a combination of though people were able to normalize sugars uh, the word of reversal was uh, really spreading a wrong message to the society in a big way it's not actually reversal you are remissioning the condition right and Absolutely. that's where uh, the, the 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 professional authorities came together like ada and other uh, forums came together they revisited the research and the data that has been uh, uh, brought in through various randomized control trial and they said remission is possible and they came out with the protocol of how remission could be accomplished and we went one step ahead and we strongly believe that remission can be possible with the technology and what is the role of the technology and most of the time it is just not the dietary program which makes a remission possible it's a combination of diet activity and sleep which is input together you need to call it as a behavioral change when you talk about dietary program there comes a real challenge so so far people are talking about multiple dietary programs by optimizing the macronutrients it is just not the macronutrients optimization which makes a difference or mm-hmm. it is 
able to provide you the outcome what is expected out of macro and we say simple when you cut the source of sugars namely the carbohydrates the sugars gets normalized there is no rocket science or magic in it but what is more important is the micronutrients which is actually responsible for our growth of hormones growth of cellular system growth of immune system growth of the bones which has to be precisely managed depending on the individual body's requirement that is where the role of a technology comes into play so can the technology offer a precisioned nutrition which is a balance across all the 87 nutrients that comes from the food along with the intervention of the activities and the sleep which is dependent on a individual body to go heal the metabolism and not solve the sugar problem sugar problem is a solving the symptom and not the disease high sugars by itself is a symptom the root cause of the problem is the damaged metabolism can we correct the damaged metabolism is what is very very important and that there are a lot of players which have done a scientific study with technology which is patented which has come through by which they have proved that remission is possible and sustenance of remission is really possible and traversing the metabolic memory from the state of remission to reversal has to be wait we need to wait and watch because it's just 2 plus years 3 plus years since that the remission has come in and sustenance has been proved by many organization and we need to wait and watch whether it can move to the state of reversal and which could further move to a state of cure but the truth is yes remission is possible by precision intervention and it's a, again not without a doctor you because you ask a question to dr avinash a doctor can never be re, uh, replaced it is right. an enabler to the doctor to offer precision treatment right yeah. so dr manuk thank you for throwing more light on the remission of diabetes so the right word for now would be remission rather than reversal and uh, basically we are looking at i would just sum up whatever you said we are looking at a combination of lifestyle changes and a combination of ai driven uh, you know data to bring about the remission in chronically ill patients or patients who have a damaged metabolism due to diabetes am yeah. i right to put it this way right thank you one small correction is it is the disruptive metabolism which has started to show up as diabetes dyslipidemia yeah. obesity all those you go correct correct the metabolism everything gets regulated absolutely right yeah so uh, dr avnish the next question for you is can you differentiate telemedicine and rpm can you please tell the people the difference between the two and how equally important both are thank you so much yeah dr halima so uh, really for a new person it's sometimes confusing that uh, both telemedicine and rpm look same but i would like to uh, tell that Uh, they both are uh, essential components of telehealth but there is a difference between the two so if you uh, ask me what is telemedicine then basically telemedicine is the process which focuses on remote delivery of healthcare services means uh, like virtual consultation between patients and healthcare providers this is called telemedicine while rpm on the other hand is like it specifically emphasizes on continuous monitoring and transmission of patient data which enables health pro, uh, providers to track patient progress after the consultation so uh, there is one consultation which is the part of telemedicine and then after that once the patient goes out of the clinical setting or at home we uh, we utilize the remote patient monitoring or rtm to uh, supplement our uh, care and this is how right. both are different 
but both are important because rpm complements telemedicine see? because if you only do telemedicine then you only give a prescription so it is not, nothing different than what we are doing right now but if you add rpm on top of it like it is like a virtual health assistant which even uh, is with you even after the appointment is over so this is what rpm and telemedicine are how they are related to each other so i would not be again wrong if i say that you know when we having a patient who really needs a you know proper management at home i would not be able to get back to the hospital to you know kind of cater the needs so he would benefit from rpm whereas anyone who has an acute issue or something which requires a medical attention but again could not reach the hospital can benefit from telemedicine this is definitely definitely yeah. right okay Thank you, Dr. Amnish. So, Dr. Malok, uh, so you have seen multiple patients uh, for remission of diabetes and uh, you have spoken to a lot of them, counseled a lot of them. So, my question to you is, have patients at large accepted the concept of RPM and remission? And how easy is it for you to convince them or how difficult it is for you to put the thought across to them that, yes, it does happen? Thank you. So, so uh, a very amazing question. So, point number one is, People literally are confused in the state of because there are a lot of players who are talking about reversal and remission of diabetes who claim, some people claim that, hey, reverse your diabetes in 15 days. Some people say reverse your diabetes as early as in 30 days. Because all these are noises across. There are a lot of small, small players who are trying to do many things and people are literally confused about it. The honest truth is normalizing sugars, as I said, it's not a big deal. You cut the source of sugars to the body. The sugars gets normalized in less than a week's time or 15 days time. And uh, you will be able to re reduce medication which the doctor has to titrate and do it. Right. And ultimately now, as the concept of uh, technology driven remission is completely new, even talking to doctor, because ultimately doctor will not be ready to uh, uh, vouch anything without a scientific evidence to it. There are organizations which are created scientific evidence. Now doctors are aware that yes, there is a company which is able to offer remission through technology. And so that part is over. And a big way what is now happening is making individual believe that such solutions are possible. And there are people who have tried various other dietary programs. They had normalized the sugars and they had other, they say typically the strong research even uh, on March 8th, there was a long-term uh, study which was which has published a data. Unmonitored dieting is evil. It can normalize sugars at the expense of elevated cholesterol and end organ damages. Right? Yeah. And there are a lot of real-time cases who had really undergone that suffering. So people are worried. Hey, in what way is this unique or different from what, what others are talking about? So convincing people is taking a longer time. And once right. they get into the program and once they start engaging themselves with their with the technology and start to become adherent they start seeing the holistic outcome and okay actually honestly putting together the remission process itself is one year minimum it's not 30 days it is not 90 days a1c less than 6.5 and all medications stop it doesn't mean that someone has remission their diabetes they're normalized their sugars that is it the remission by itself is can you regenerate the beta cells can you normalize the insulin resistance? What actually matters, which is by itself a process, which is longer duration. And it's taking time, but yes, people are understanding and word of mouth, it is spreading now. With doctors starting to uh, prescribe it as a treatment, it is making a 
huge change in the society. Excellent. So yeah. we will speak more with you regarding some more issues which RPM has brought up. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Dr. Avnish, uh, I have another question for you. So how do you think RPM has taken over and changed the life of people? So what are the other, apart from diabetes, Dr. Malok already mentioned about diabetes, how we are using it at the best. What about, what about the other fields and other strata of medicine and how it has changed the life of people? So basically, uh, Dr. Halima, uh, the, the most important thing from patient's perspective is that uh, it, it provides convenience. Uh, by, by this, I mean that it allows patients to manage their conditions at home and reducing the need for frequent hospital vis visits. This is uh, really important in patients with chronic conditions or elderly patients or those residing in remote areas, especially in a country like India, where uh, going to the doctor for a visit can, can be really costly. So this, uh, this also leads to cost savings uh, by minimizing all the unnecessary admissions and visits and complications. So this, in this way, the patient's life has been really altered with RPM. Uh, these two are the most biggest advantages. Uh, apart from this, as I already told that the whole approach is changing from reactive to proactive because of the uh, play of RPM. So this again leads to empowered healthcare professionals uh, and empowered patients who are active in their uh, management of their own care uh, in different conditions. I know a few startups who are working in the area of chronic pain. So chronic pain, as you know, is also a, 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 a disease which has a big burden on, on the quality of life. Uh, and, and those patients need regular monitoring and, they, and we need to monitor their pain levels. We need to monitor them if they are doing their physio correctly or not. So there are a lot of things. They are taking their medicine on, on time or not. So all these things cannot be done by a by a doctor uh, for multiple patients, and you need a technology which uh, uh, which RPM comes uh, like uh, into into the picture and 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 completes the equation. Uh, so, in all, uh, RPM has started to act like a safety net, uh, if you can say, like which has a constant monitoring, and it can support your well-being and it can change your life, uh, like uh, in a in a better way if you are a patient of chronic conditions, especially. Definitely. So adding to this, I also want to throw some light on the COVID-19 days when, you know, we really had issues. We had uh, no place, no hospitals, and RPM just using a pulse oximeter and a monitor brought about huge changes and brought about a lot of people who could uh, basically save their lives based on uh, remote patient monitoring. So, uh, so having said that again, uh, Dr. Malok, could you again talk more about digital twin? The concept of digital twin and twin health? Yeah, uh, the, thanks, Lima. Uh, when I talk about technology, it is just not the uh, data of sugars and it is not just the data of the pulse oximeter. Uh, because again, when we start to look at the data in silos, it's not going to be helpful at all. Metabolism by itself is 1000 plus biochemical reaction that is happening in the body at every instance of time where all most of us are aware of it. But we did not have a way to precisely measure it. That's where twin has come out to the, uh, we had invented a technology called the whole body digital twin, where we are trying to adopt the digital twin technology. And we are trying to build a whole body digital twin through three sets of data, the sensor data, the blood data, and the uh, causal data that the individual logs in. So with these three sets of data, what we try to do is we collect more than 3000 data points per day from the body and we try to build a, we are building a 
digital twin of an individual. Every member who gets into enrolled to the platform, a digital twin of him gets built. Where by correlating across all these data points, where one point four into ten to the power of one not four computations takes place every day to precisely understand the metabolism of an individual. So having understood the metabolism of human, the individual, the digital twin starts to recommend the right nutrition what is needed for my body so when the member gets into the platform the digital twin identifies the same so far what we are trying to uh, do is we discard rice saying that hey don't eat rice don't eat chapati we just generalize it but it's not true rice may be bad for me but rice may be good for you it, it is completely personalized to an individual so the digital twin understanding the individual metabolic condition identifies the list of food items which are intolerant and classifies mm -hmm. them as a red food which means that it is not included in the meal plan which is recommended by the digital twin though every patient gets a coach coach is the educator and not she is not there to give the meal plan the meal plan is given by the digital twin or the individual themselves can compose their meal plan ensuring that they balance all the 87 nutrients that has to come from the food similarly it also recommends what amount of activity I need to do at this day? Say it's, it's not a, some people come and say that hey, I walk 10 kilometers a day, I cycle 20 kilometers a day, but still my diabetes has not gone. How will it go? Who is asking you to fit do more than what the body actually wants? So some people think that doing more can be good. Yes, doing activity is good, but you need to literally fatigue the right muscles to improve the insulin resistance to regulate the insulin resistance, right? Similarly, sleep. Sleep hormones are very, very important to regulate the body. So, the digital twin understanding the metabolism of a human, of the individual, try to recommend precisely by which we are able to normalize sugars, optimize chronic condition, optimize the organ health, and remission, diabetes, and all other conditions. So, we are the first in the world who had invented this technology, and we had scientifically proved that all the chronic metabolic diseases can be remission and sustained for sustained for a longer period of time. I'm very proud to share that we are the first company in the world who had proved that the microvascular complication can, can be reversed, which is huge. And in fact, ADA endorsed our outcome. And looking at the kind of data that we had produced, we proved that 92% of the heart, the, the ASCVD risk score, the cardiac CVD risk score, we were able to normalize. Where American Heart Association uh, applauded us and they awarded us and invited us to Chicago to present the data. That is the kind of amazing outcomes the uh, the whole body digital twin enabled uh, remission of chronic metabolic diseases is able to offer as a solution. Excellent, Dr. Malu. Thank you so much, sir. So this is a beautifully, you know, uh, driven, I mean, technology-driven, personalized as well as precision medicine in combination, which is bringing us such beautiful results in the management of chronic ailments, management of acute issues. So there's so many things with digital, digital you know, space can handle. So having said this, let me sum up the entire conversation that we had here. First and foremost, we can get diabetes and other chronic ailments into remission by adherence to diet, as well as precision treatment, as Dr. Maluk mentioned, and remote patient monitoring. So AI definitely cannot replace doctors, so kudos to AI and Dr. Avnish for having said that. And definitely AI is the future of medicine as well. 
in combination with telemedicine, telehealth, and remote patient monitoring. So keeping all this in mind in a country like ours, we definitely need much more hands to get involved in the telemedicine sector and additional space to make the world a better place to live in. Thank you, Tori, for giving us the space to talk and discuss about the same. Thank you to all the speakers for having given us their time for this particular event and hope to see you in the next. Thank you. Thanks, Tori. Thanks, Dr. Aliman. Thanks, Dr. Nish. Thank you. Thank you, thank you everyone. Thank you so much. It was a nice discussion. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Bye.